previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. Um, so, so we mentioned uh, that, that you are a bit of a nerd, and what we need to do is induct you into the nation. Everyone that we've had on the show uh, becomes one of us. Uh, oh my goodness! Yes, yes, Tony yes. Todd it is, is official. He, Tony Todd is Shaka Zulu Tribble. Philomar. Uh, Philomar is Samurai Tribble. That he is. Oh man! Yeah, I am uh, Storm Tribble. Eric here is Master Tribble. Jay is Spider Tribble. Bat is or Bat is Len Tribble. Len. <laughs> Just like Batman is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. Uh, and Randy, uh, our other triple, is uh, super triple. So you kind of now that you've gotten a, an idea of where you can go with that, um, what would your triple designation be? Oh my goodness! I guess um, uh, what Jones triple? Jones triple. Oh, I kind of love that. I kind of love that. I, I, I just can you just wait a minute everybody be quiet I just need you to say that one time Jones Tribble that the the diction the diction the syntax is is exquisite <laughs> excellent I'm, I, I am I'm I'm actually I, I'm actually moved <laughs> I am Jones Tribble. Yes. I, I cannot. I, I will. I, I, I will say it to a lot of people. So what's going on with you, Carl? Jones Tribble. Yes. Okay. So that's all we need. Now that's that now that, need. now that you uh, have have recognized your tribbleness and have owned your tribbleness, this is official nation. We have to swear you in. There is an oath. It's a breakthrough for me. <laughs> people have known it, but I haven't come out. Um, until now, so I guess that's yes, <laughs> we just geek out in Carl Lumley. <laughs> I'm out. Yes, out inside the black tribble. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Feel free to tweet that to all of your followers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, for sound drop purpose, actually, no, we're going to induct you first. So I'm going to turn this over to Master Triple, um, and he's going to swear you in officially. So here we go. Okay. All right. Now, what I need you to do, now you're going to repeat after me. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll... The way I cool. So shall it be said, so shall it be done. Welcome, Jones <laughs> Tribble, to the fold. Oh my God. One of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> that was. Epic, uh, my friends. I need a dry chair. Yeah, for real. I mean, you just you just made us you just made a whole bunch of geeks very happy. Can I can I ask oh, you to do boy. a quick favor for me, please? Yes. Can you say this is Carl Lumley, also known as Jones Triple on Black Tribbles? This is Carl Lumley, also known as Jones Triple on Black Tribbles. <laughs> I love your face. <laughs> I love your face. I love your voice. It is your Black Tribbles.
Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, three unlimited, five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation, Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610 267 215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. of WBPM 106.5 FM, Philly, Camden. Holly, if you hear me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, Streaming live on phillycam.org slash listen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for another new edition of Black Tribble. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's the all day, every day, any day, Philly's Beige. Your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, better known as the Storm Tribble, hollering at you live from the 215 till the day I die. Yay, yay! What's going on with you? I'm over here chilling. At least I'm trying to. Sort of, kind of, more or less. At least I'm, I'm trying to is what I'm trying to say. Because it was like 55 today. So it's the man, the myth, the legend, Master Triple, E-Mac. But you know, global warming isn't a thing. Even though it snowed yesterday. Mm. Weird patterns. But no, that happens all the time. Facts. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Facebook jockey in the building. What to do, y'all? It's the big body broke. You know, your mama's favorite nephew, cousin, muscles. The Super Saiyan Triple in the building. Much love, as always. We are coming to you live and direct, ladies and gentlemen. The Super Triple is still on tour. He will be back next week. But right now, he is touring all over parts of Canada, I believe, with Gangsta Grass doing big things. And the amalgam slash uncanny slash Bruce Leroy Triple. Showed up. She is, um, she actually was busy doing a little bit of tripling today. So now she is, she's, she's home resting. She, she, she lives, she lives. She's all tripled out. All tripled out. Um, but she sends, she sends uh, salutations to each and every one of you out there. But nonetheless, we are going to have a cool show for you tonight. We are celebrating Black History Month which means that we are celebrating black achievement all month long. And tonight it gets no better as we will have very special guest writer, producer, 
and director Shamika Sawyer in the building to give us all the what what about the Philly film scene, especially in regards to her five shorts project that she's been doing actually for a few years and this year actually has a triple connection because our very own those are the best kind true no the master triple huh is actually down with the five film five shorts project yeah, I'm doing a little something. I'm dabbing a little bit over there. You do a little something, something. Come on, man. Look a little something. Got a little piggy in the water. Do a little. Mm, I don't know about a little. This more than a piggy. You go to their website. It's a you big was, time. What's a big time? Yeah, because you was all up in those pictures. Cheesing. Oh, there are pictures somewhere? Oh, let me see. Hold on. He said receipts. He said receipts, huh? Right, yeah. Like, I didn't know. Um, I didn't see those URL, links. I did not URL. see those links. Let me get that URL. What's the website? Hit it's it up like with the website, Patrick. Um, you know, I got to bring it up because I it was five. Sh- it's the like the five shorts project, and I got to it from Shamika, um, following her, and I was like, oh, what? I I know those teeth. That was Eric. <laughs> it was Eric. They there. Looking, they there. Looking back at me. Um, quite possibly. Yeah. So I, can't, I I I end up a lot of places. I I see. So we're gonna get into that. We're looking forward to that. The phone lines are open, ladies and uh, actually the phone lines are not open. I apologize. Um, Philly Cam they can't call. We are actually having some some uh, difficulties with our phones that we uh. they actually had to buy all new equipment. So we're just waiting for that to get shipped in so that that can be put in place. Because if you could be over here and looking at the our rack there's actually a missing section where the phone part was they pulled out the phone rack yeah yeah they probably laid the cable right it reminds me of my (laughs) of my wow 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 i just figured out what you said there took me a minute um it reminds never mind like that's not even (laughs) can't follow that nope that's funny (laughs) that's funny Oh, Eric. I can't stand it when they don't lay that cable right. <laughs> oh, my. Like, you have a manual. Like, right. haven't you been studying all those years in the field? You still now I got this old phone. You can't, can't do nothing with it. It's old, just because an old phone don't mean it don't ring, baby. I need you to lay this cable right. Right. I was waiting on a call. I was waiting for you at the dial. Come call me when you need me. <laughs> oh, my God. Reach out. Touch somebody. Reach out. Touch face. <laughs> oh, you can, you one can t- woman jukebox. Let's go. <laughs> you can tell Kennedy's been gone for a week. She's like she's coming, raring to go. I love Listen. it. I love it. I love it. We missed you, dear. We missed you guys too. Um, Shamika's actually going to be joining us in the second hour of the show, ladies and gentlemen. So for now, you're going to have uh, triples just tribulating all over the place. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys. You know, sometimes we we like to. T- uh, start off the show getting some, some of our feedback from some of the fans and everything like that and in our Triple Nation page someone had posted that they checked out this this uh, new movie this Netflix movie I don't know if you've seen it Eric called Polar with Mads Mikkelsen the gentleman from um, Hannibal I've seen uh, the, 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 the thumbnail I didn't click on it now I actually I've actually gotten wrapped up in a little something else recently, but we can get on that later. Well we well, we'll go there. We'll go where you've been wrapped. I just wrapped um Polar. I just watched it last Is it a series yesterday. or a movie? It's a movie. 
Okay. It's a movie, and he basically is a retired, well, not a retired, a soon-to-be-retired assassin who was called in for one last job that goes left without giving anything away. Um, it's kind of moody. Uh, it it A lot of it takes place in Montana. Um, oh, thrilling. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't know. It's not, not, not a lot of space. Kind of cramped out there. It tries to be thrilling. I don't know how thrilling it is. It's bloody. Oh, it's bloody. It's 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 a little actually. It's actually a little gratuitous. There is a like. It's been a long time since I've seen a just full on gratuitous hardcore hard R sex scene in a movie, and there's about a good five minute long one. In this film, oh my God. and if you can imagine, is it a season or it's a it's a movie? It's a movie, it's a movie. Okay. And I'm first of all, when I saw that scene, I was like, okay, this is kind of intense. This is oh, it's really intense. This is still on intense. This is still on. <laughs> oh, and it, I, this is it, is this really happening here? I mean, because so they stick with it a while. They stay with it for quite a while. Quite quite a while mm. um and i i really was like whoa it, it took me back a little bit because i'm you know i'm it remind you of your, your skinamax days skinamax right? in stereo skinamax blind cheerleaders 12 that's when you was watching cable after three o'clock in the morning and it was all fuzzy that's right when you <laughs> true um <laughs> but uh and then the, the cable got staticky that's what i but oh, the, hey, I see what you did there, too. Yeah, there you go. But the action in it, I don't think the action is, like, super original, but because of the gratuity of the of the film work, it is kind of flashy. So I got into that a little bit. For the most part, it's not that great of a film, but... But it's catchy. It's it's kind of catchy. I'll be interested. I'll be honest. As I was watching it, if it, like I watched it late last night, so it went off. It was, and I looked, picked up my phone and it was already twelve thirty because I was about to text you, Mac. That's and just, not late. That's not late, man. Well, well, Mac gets up four o'clock in the morning for work, so oh, that would have oh. been late for him. I do, but the phone's not going to wake me up, so you can text me. Do I, am I shy about texting you at four o'clock in the morning? No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> just so you know, we have that relationship. So please don't feel like you have to restrain yourself like i just been many a time i'll text i'll text anybody at three o'clock in the morning i'm surprised when i get one back but i send a lot at three o'clock in the morning i don't mind honestly you know why because sometimes you text me and i'm you know on my late night run to the, re- to the restroom and i'm like who is eric <laughs> who is interrupting my words with friends with my overseas people wow eric so um, this is a whole new realm of tripledom because I ain't never been contacted. No four. I guess I'll know better than that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know. We all know, Miss. I need my eight. And I don't get it. That's. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you get eight. Oh, right? I, I will not I be don't the reason. Get eight, and it's hard because I work nights. Yeah, but I feel ooh. like a bummer if I'm not out to bed by eight in the morning. So mm. it's very rarely do I get eight hours. So that's what I've been wrapped up into lately. There's a few other things, but I'm curious, Eric, if uh, what you've been, you just finished rapping or are wrapped up in. Uh, I put on, like, just to give it a quick watch, and now I'm like six or seven episodes in. 
uh, the Umbrella Academy. Yo, it's lit. It gets better and better and better. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I'm just... only two episodes in. But, yo, but no. yeah, like I didn't yo. expect it to be. I'm like, I'm here. Hey guys, I'm here for this. Guys, I think we're alone now. <laughs> Think we're alone. Yo, it just keeps. It just has like all those weird little moments. Yo, it keeps. I don't know. Getting it's, better. Like yeah. I, I'm finished. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I liked when they give you like the little stories, a little bit of backstory, a little, mm-hmm. little bit of history. That I don't know. I like it. I'm here for it. I like it. Now I'm I don't it. know how close of an adaptation it is. I remember you lent me a copy, Len, and I, I didn't. I wasn't able to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked like the two or three pages that I was able. To, to commit to memory, you know what I mean? I just didn't, like I said, I didn't finish it. So I, I kind of went in with a blank slate and not really knowing what to expect from from the story itself. Uh, but I really, whoo. And how about, oh, well, you guys, okay. Hurry up so we can talk about it. <laughs> it, it, it deviates a little bit from the comic books because um, there's two, there's two, Two uh, like collections of it. Um, it deviates a little bit, but not too far, actually. And actually, in some ways that it doesn't, I was really surprised. Like I was su- surprised that we were going to have assassins actually with the cartoon heads and everything like that. I was like, oh, okay. And and y'all really talked Mary J. Blige and they're putting that on her. Yep. Head. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yo, she be putting in that work. Yes, she because she enters in. I think on the second or third episode that I that I watched. I can't remember if I'm up to two or three, but um. Y'all are so pure because you are have not completely experienced all of it in its entirety. And I just remember what I was like at that moment in time yesterday when I had. That to- <laughs> <laughs> was only a couple episodes in. Because I put it in like I put put it in like it was a DVD. I put it on. I don't know. I, after I made like my breakfast and I was like, oh, wow. And then I had some things to do. So I think I got like an episode and a half in and had to pause it and came back to it. And like all throughout the day, like I just cut coming back to it and yeah. a scene happened that made me uneasy um without giving any of it away uh and i'm glad i stuck it through mm-hmm. one because i didn't realize how many episodes i had actually watched by that point because i was good i was good like eight nine i was like well i'm here already right right um is it 13 10 okay oh okay good solid and uh just when I was starting to get like annoyed with it, mm-hmm. it took a cool spin. Not a spin, but like a cool little turn, turn there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the 10th episode ended in a way that was like, cool, I'd be back for a season two. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's the, the feedback that I've, I've gotten from everybody on it. Like, it's all that. And like, you're not the only one. Like, my, my brother-in-law, who, who's now with some nerdy stuff, but he's very particular about his nerdy stuff. He's He is hit me up this is the only reason like i'm like definitely got to finish it he has hit me up every day for the last week did you finish yet (laughs) did you finish right because it like because because my my sister just it wasn't for her Mm -hmm. i think it's maybe a little bit too violent for her she she gets squeamy squeamish oh that does get a little it does get a little bit yeah gets a little little. oh yeah They, they told that line bull they tow it. Yeah. Well, okay. They may be towed the line. They may tow the line that Polar just like tripped the heck over and just. Like, yeah. Except care. from what you're saying, it sounds like there was no line. For no, Polar. there was no line for. Yeah. Polar. This this one is like here's a line like language in particular. They're saying everything but that would make right, it right. an R rating or an MA. Yeah. Um, and the violence is like that too. Like there's some gore in it, but 
not to the point where it would again it would get that MA rating. Yeah. So they're doing a and really that makes good sense job. because if you were a fan of the comic book, the comic book kind of it pushed that edge, but it didn't go over. You mm -hmm. know, so I'm I'm. What I've seen, I've enjoyed. I, I, I enjoy like just the, the look of it. I enjoy the casting. Yo, everybody in it is phenomenal too. Like yeah. I haven't met a slouch yet. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's that work. It's that work. I'm, I'm even really... Ellen Page is watchable. <laughs> You're not an Ellen Page. No, 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 no. Really? No, I've seen more talent from paper bags. And yet she's doing work in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some would, some would argue that's how the role was written, but you know, I mean, we're, 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 we're splint hands, splint hands, Yeah, so Umbrella Academy, which which surprisingly a lot of people don't know, was based on a comic book. Actually, Polar, the uh, the movie is based on a comic book as well as well. Mm. Remember when they say reading comics would amount to nothing? Mm -hmm. Shows what they know. Yeah. Uh, one little nugget about uh, Umbrella Academy that I just want to acknowledge: uh, Rainbow Sun Frunks. Uh, plays a detective in this ensemble. Rainbow Sun Franks is the little brother of Cree Summer Franks, or better known as Cree Summer. Um, I didn't even know about this dude until I was started following her on Instagram, and she would link to him from time to time. So I started following him probably about a year or so ago. He's an actor in Can in Canada where this is clearly filmed. filmed. Right. And I, when I saw he, when I saw his face or as i know him as little brother because she refers to him as little brother baby brother she calls him like i stood up like that was my brother like i jumped out of my seat like okay little brother okay okay i'll see you get your work and i was just like i had to pause it and like contain myself because like one you've never met this man before in your life two you need to stop stalking Chris summer's family and three <laughs> just he just gave me such pride just to see him out there like I was just special to me because I hadn't seen too much of his work because a lot of his work is Canadian so it only gets aired on their networks um so it was just just really cool to to see that you know I just I just felt that was special it was special to me anyway see you little brother most deaf uh I feel like we should touch on a couple of things um you know happening in the news there's one real big thing but there's one thing that might get lost on people and actually it would have been lost on me but i just actually noticed this i'm i'm going to have to call my daughter not my daughter my sister that we lost another monkey peter torque the basis for the the pop group the monkeys died today at the age of 77 now, I know the monkeys is way before your time. I know, you know, uh, Isaiah's looking like, you know, didn't King Kong die already? But like, no, there's a... Hey, hey, with a monkey. Isaiah was like, I believe they prefer to be called home. apes. That too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, um, yeah, uh, the monkeys was definitely a part of my, my childhood gro growing up, um, which was probably on their first syndication run. And my sister was a huge fan of them because she was a fan. I would sit and watch them. And um, uh, uh, and I remember like my first Christmas gift that I could actually buy my buy on my own for my sister was like the collection of all of the monkeys and like their, their whole like anthology. And she 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 loved that. So um you know that that's a shame about uh, Peter Torque. Um, you know, rest rest in peace, my man, my dude. And then the other news that's been all over the internet 
has been the story of one uh, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Uh, the this one, the actor from Empire, who it appears, you know, recently it, it was out in the news that he was the victim of a hate crime. Yep, guys in MAGA hats. It right. was. Yeah. And now apparently it appears he was the perpetrator of perhaps a hate crime upon himself. Uh have you been following this story? E? I, I haven't, but like I just heard that yesterday. Cause like I heard like I saw it started seeing like memes and stuff, so I didn't know what the turnout was. And then I asked somebody, just like, yeah, like he hired people. Or like you know, allegedly, yeah, he hired people to to well, do this to him or something like that. Apparently, they have they not only have you know the sworn testimony because they tracked down these two guys, right? Because the FBI got involved. Right. When you start throwing words like hate crime around, like those are federal charges, right? So, so this is the FBI looking into this. Not a mall cop, not local cops, but feds. Yeah, going to find the truth about what happened. Right. And you got a story. All right, let's see how it go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So apparently, you know, he, they not only tracked down these two gentlemen who he says, you know, were the perpetrators, and they basically spilled the beans about how he, you know, paid them $3,500 to, for their part in this whole staging, uh, actually gave them the money to go and buy the ski mask and everything that they that they needed and they're actually on videotape uh on surveillance video you know at at the store they went to like a hair store where they they bought this um they tra- was Jesse with them Jesse wasn't with them however through checking through his phone records and correlating with their phone records, they could see where the connection was made as far as him talking to them. Because typically you don't be talking to your attackers on the phone. Right. Aha. The feds, man. See? That's why you can't. It's the feds, boy. What you doing? And there also apparently or allegedly there is video of uh, Jess, Jesse or Jesse. I, I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce his name. Um, actually... Uh, 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 casing out the area in which he wanted to stage this whole thing. Um, this is totally blown up in his face. Apparently, the motive was to somehow um, get some type of raise from Fox and the producers of Empire. Instead, what has happened, he has been fired from the show um this isn't this is and crazy. isn't he like uh facing, facing three chair charges yeah because yeah. like i heard he like lied to authorities yeah. before so this is not his first time so like he's facing jail time for this now and, and what did you say just, kennedy just said something about facing three years it's three years in prison right for for lying to and you know falsifying this you know this whole thing man yeah, you can't just go lying. <laughs> my my thing is, and uh, Andrew will actually back me up on this. I just saw this on his Instagram. Is that where was this? Like, I, it's just when when all the allegations about your boy R. Kelly came to light, and all of the 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 the, the documentary happened, and there was testimonies of people who were victims of his, and all that happened, right? 
everybody was like, oh, no, it's a trap. Everybody's trying to attack a black man, trying to do things, and blah, blah, blah. You got problematic auntie Erica Badu vouching for him and all this other stuff going on in the community. No one wanted to believe it. But now a member of the black LGBTQ community does something erroneous and everyone's up in arms. And I just want that same energy, right? Like, I just really don't understand why, um, if in the interest of fairness, mm-hmm. right, like, let's be fair about it. If you're going to launch a federal investigation into something like this, why not launch um, a federal investigation into George Zimmerman or the cops that killed Mike Brown or the cop that killed... Uh, literally any other black person in this country at the hands of police brutality um i'm not saying all of this to excuse jesse he was completely wrong for this and deserves every piece of what he's about to get um but in the interest of fairness i need this same kind of cancel culture to be applicable for the things that also need to be canceled as well okay well you like i I just trying to understand the the correlation because you brought up you know the cops and the killing of black people and everything like that which is one thing but then you also brought in R. Kelly right so so Andrew's quote was I'd like to point out that people are much more ready to cancel Jesse Smollett than they were R. Kelly last month and I don't think that's fair right if if we got two people that are doing erroneous things right things that are not cool things that are, are illegal mm-hmm then then let's be fair about it. Y'all ready to, I don't say y'all as in you three here in this room, but the general populace is ready to drag Jesse from here to Broad Street, as he should be. So I don't understand why this trigger-happy, you know, reaction to towards conviction isn't applicable to all levels of illegal activity is perpetrated by black men. I feel like it's just like it's real convenient that because this person is a member of the LGBT community that all of a sudden the the terms are different. It's like the homophobia is obvious. But I don't see the only part I would disagree on, on that with Andrew in regards to R. Kelly is that from I mean I'm not going to say that there maybe aren't some people who don't want to drag R. Kelly. I'm sure there's people like like out there defending him i'm sure just like i'm sure there's there are some people that are defending in in some way jesse smollett in in this situation but one overall from everything that i've seen is that r kelly has been dragged on on this there is there has been more of a cancel uh uh r kelly mentality from things that I from things that I've seen and and well th- I'm just speaking from what I've from what I've seen but if if you don't jump all the way on that bandwagon an argument could be made because like it or not R Kelly on more than a few of these cases has fa- has gone to uh before the judge a lot of these things have played out in in court and for one reason or another he was proven innocent right but i'm not talking about the american justice system because we know for a fact no i'm not i'm not talking about the justice system either but i'm talking about like if 
if you were someone that is not necessarily inclined to cancel him, then you could have that as an argument. I'm not saying that it's right or right or wrong, but I'm just saying you do have that as an argument as opposed to the Jesse Smollett thing you don't have at this moment. And at the time that the stuff came up about R. Kelly, there were some people that were, you know, on a cancel R. Kelly thing. It was a different time, of course, and the internet wasn't what it was now. And who knows if all of that blows up and under the scrutiny of the internet now, it might have been a different story. But that's all I'm saying. Right, but that argument that you're bringing up is lending validity to the American judicial process. And, you know, there's plenty of things that were were legal throughout the course of history that were still wrong, right? So whether or not uh, R. Kelly's had his day in court, um, just like Jesse's about to have his day in court, mm-hmm. or, or not, has nothing to do with the community and their support of these two different people, all right? After the R. Kelly thing happened, the documentary was released. I mean, I heard R. Kelly way more banged in cars. I hear it on subway conversations. I hear it passing on these streets. These these men, these cisgendered straight men defending R. Kelly mm-hmm. like he was didn't have a string of, you know, testifying victims to prove that this man is out of out of pocket with this and and you know like like he didn't like he wasn't who he was and like we didn't know what the case was um and these same people are likely to instantly drag jussie and i just i just really my, my reason why i'm pointing this out is because i i need us to be holding ourselves accountable for our reactions to things and that's not to say that reactions should be policed in any way i'm saying that you need to be accountable for that so if you're going to sit here and cape up for the toxic masculinity that is uh r kelly then you know you really need to check yourself and and find out those reasons as to why you were so quick to jancy to cancel jussie whether those reasons are justifiable or not right that's that's all i'm saying we cannot as black people use the verdicts and uh, procedures and protocols of the American judicial system to determine what is right and what is just as far as what we are concerned. I can't hold that accountable because as far as I'm concerned, it was never in my best interest or anybody that looks like me. I'm looking to the community for this. So keep that same energy when there's other people who aren't part of the LGBT community who do wrong things. That's all I'm saying. Be fair all the way around. That's all. That's all any of us as a community has all ever we really want. wanted. Yes, it's true. Right, that's regardless true. if it was from our from within, right? right. If it, if it's a Bill Cosby, if it's an R. Kelly, if it's a Jesse Smollett, if it's a George Zimmerman, if it's a whomever these cops were that killed Philando Castle, like all we've ever wanted is justice. Right. So right. that's all. Justice is in the interest of of fairness, right? And we can't expect to. Uh, have this system be concerned with keeping our fairness in mind, and when it comes to us, when we don't hold ourselves but to that own to that same standard. That's all I'm saying. What are your thoughts, Isaiah? I see you over there shaking your head, you shake your hands, and all this type of stuff, but you never say anything. Say it with your chest. Okay. Look, 
simply the sheer fact that a lot of people actually rallied behind R. Kelly is like almost a proven clear point that homophobia runs rampant within the black community. Well, that's very true. Right. So, so, so along with that, like R. Kelly did not get the dragging that Jesse Smollett has gotten. And why he hasn't, I don't know, because R. Kelly has gone away pretty much scot-free for years, upon years, upon years. And I even had to call out some of my own friends about it. I'm like, so you're really going to actually support and listen to a dude whose music, yeah, once was good, but however, his actions have you know, made him to kind of like a villainous person and has done erroneous and horrible, horrible deeds. Whereas Jesse, or Jesse, however you pronounce his name, forgive me. Jesse, yes, he is a problem and has been problematic to the cause and has probably set it back just a couple steps. Yo, we're so disappointed in him. I'm sorry. I'm right. No, 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 no. You're right. No, yeah, like very disappointed in him. He has brought the cause back a couple of steps because he used the pain and the anger of everyone in, within the culture. Like, how dare you? Go ahead, go on. Let Isaiah speak, cool. Kennedy. Go ahead, he's right. doing a good job. Right, has used the pain and the anger of everyone within the culture and twisted it for his advantage in order to try and do it for some sort of self-gain. Yeah, it's Mm-mm-mm. stupid. Mm-mm-mm. And he's getting dragged far worse than R. Kelly ever did and probably ever will. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Don't make sense. Well said. Consistency. Okay, okay. You know, you know, I've got notes about you. Notes about me? Yeah. yeah. Cut it out. What? <laughs> Someone has notes about my <laughs> musical interludes? <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Can't wait to hear these. <laughs> All right. Um, just in fairness... Is there anything you wish to add to this uh, conversation, E? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I understand what you're saying about stepping up, uh, speaking to R. Kelly. Like, I'm, like, the last person checking social media for things. So, like, I don't know anybody else's point of view outside of mine. Um, And mine is, like, I can't cancel R. Kelly because, like, R. Kelly hasn't been something cancelable for like the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't heard R. Kelly. I haven't thought about R. Kelly. I haven't... You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't been an inkling of a blip or a radar or anything in my life until... The, I haven't heard the name R. Kelly for years before, you know, this whole documentary thing popped up. Um, I knew Jesse Smollett. And now that I... You know, this thing is yeah. also terrible. I can't say it's more or less worse terrible and all that stuff. Like, you're both horrible. Um, bad is bad. Right. Like, I just got too much going on in my own life. So I just, I need to focus on me. So as far as I'm concerned, like, everything that don't got nothing to do with my life is cancelable. Fair enough. I mean, I agree. I was never an R. Kelly fan ever. Like, ever. Ever. Like, Yeah, like, I can't tell you like, the last time all. I was like, oh, let me go bump this chocolate factory. Like, like ever, You know what I mean? Like, all. So I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, R. Kelly is, you know, there's a documentary. Let me go play a playlist now or something you know what i mean like i'm not going to go and automatically start jumping on some r kelly stuff that i wasn't worried about his spotify channel went up like 16 percent within the first hour of that the first night that that um documentary episode aired like people went to his to his site to like give him money essentially they gave him money like Gave them all the boost. At the the end of the day, I get it. Like, cancel culture is indicative of trying to take control of of black consumerism, right? And black capitalism. Choosing where to spend our money. Choosing 
where, where in the community that we fund and, and pay resources to. So, you know, ultimately, I, I understand people's impetus behind it, but, you know, it, it must go deeper than than capitalism and consumerism, right? Because those things are still tools to keep us oppressed and working for people that don't look like us anyway. Right, right. But before I get too much into that pocket, right, the, the what matters there is how we govern our own sense of culture, right? Our own social importance is only definable by what we say is acceptable and what isn't acceptable. So as a culture, if we say, um, yeah, I know that R. Kelly may or may not have done all these things and there may not have been this string of women that were like, no, he was terrible to me and all that stuff, but I really like Step in the Name of Love, so I'm going I'm to I'm going to go to his Spotify and listen to that joint real fast. Like, that shows me that, you know, you have, your priorities are not in check in the way that they ought to be. So, overall, like, this ultimately is showing us that there needs to be, as I said, accountability. Like, just, just dismissing people without having reason to is just as wrong as supporting people in the face of blinding evidence as far as I'm concerned, like, be fair. It's all it is. Again, just justice. And, ooh, I want to smack Jussie so bad. I want to pop him right in the back of his head. Like, boy. Trust me, you're not the only one. Wrong with you. There's a few people. There's a line for me. And, and not only that, like, if we're going to take false allegations, right, and, and start dragging that from here to Broad Street, let's talk about the woman who, who implicated Emmett Smith, right? She's alive. Kicking. She ain't in the bed, dead, dead nowhere. She's alive. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Yeah, I thought so. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if, yeah. if that's the case, like... Fair. The fair is fair. If we're going to start if we're gonna start talking about false allegations, let's get everybody. Let's get Barbecue Becky. Let's get um uh, the lady who called the girl called the cops on the girl selling a bottle of water. Line, line up all those white people that weaponize calling the police on black people just for existing. Let's do that. And then you can come talk to me about Jussie Smollett. Smollett. However you pronounce his name. Smollett. Huh. Okay. Got me in my Angela Davis bag. I wasn't even trying to go there tonight. Well, that was a fun time here on Black Tribbles, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> it was not often that we get, you know, super serious here. Um, but every once in a while, you got to do what you got to do. And that's what we did. What we got to do. All right. We're going to take a let some some air into the studio. We're going to take a break. Uh, and then on the other side, we've got a couple of special uh, announcements to to bring to you. We've got This Week in Geek History. Yep, yep. We're going to talk about the Philadelphia film scene. we got a lot going on here on Black Tribbles on 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media in Philadelphia as well as in New Jersey. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go.
Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. That was Arch Palantine with Turbulence here on Philly Cam 106.5 FM coming to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special uh, announcement that we want to make out to all of Tribble Nation checking us out, listening to us. How many of you out there are into science. Raise your hand. I want to see you all raise your hands. Science! Now, all of you science heads, all of you science tribbles, how many of you out there are into lust? Raise your hands. Um, yeah, I could definitely see some, you know. How many of you are us? into love? Not really into either. They just kind of happened to me. Ooh. Well, if you're into <laughs> if, one more so than the other, clearly. If you're into love, if you're Lucky into duck. lust, then ladies and gentlemen, and if you're into science, then you want to make your way to the Franklin Institute here in Philadelphia on Tuesday, February 26th for Love and Lust. It's Love and Lust at Science After Hours at the Franklin Institute. The Rhythm of the Night, an evening of taboo topics, topics, salacious science, and entertainment so steamy 
It will warm even the coldest heart. You will learn about the human body, sexuality, animal reproduction, human desire, health, and pleasure. And it will be brought to you by none other than a member of the Tribal Nation. That's right. Dead or alive beach volleyball triple herself tim dr tim marie of the sex with tim marie podcast she will be your host at love and lust at the franklin institute next tuesday at february 26th and the triples got something very special for you ladies and gentlemen you can go to fi.edu for more information and if you use the promo code S-A-H Trib that's S-A-H T-R-I-B for Science After Hours Tribbles use that promo code to get a discount for the Science After Hours Love and Lust at the Franklin Institute this coming Tuesday it promises to be the second they said to Marie, I was I was there. On it? Yes, I was on it. Um Where would you rather be? Let's go see less. So I you you want to be there. Um the black tribbles, there will be tribbles in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So come while out with the tribbles, while out with Tim Marie at Love and Lust at the Franklin Institute next Tuesday. Go to fi.edu for information. Use that promo code SAHTRIB when you get there we have another announcement for all of you in the chicago area as you know the black tribbles we are going to be down in chi town chi town in march for uh, c2e2 the chicago comics and entertainment expo well we want to let you know that going on there they have a power up to read program Working through, they just announced that they're teaming up with 194 local schools and libraries to launch Power Up to Read. The free program gives students between ages 6 and 14 the chance to earn a free three-day badge to C2E2 simply by reading. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is is read, and you can... Uh, get a chance to win a three-day badge to C2E2. To partake in the program, the students, all you have to do is attend one of the participating schools, obtain a Power Up to Read worksheet from one of the representatives, or you can go to the Power Up to Read website. And all you have to do is read eight books, be they comic books or graphic novels, from their school or from the library between now and March 9th. And fill out the worksheet. That's it. Read and get into C2E2 free. It, it, I mean, that'll work. Oh, yeah, that's simple. Nothing beats that. Can't beat it with a stick. Can't I, beat it with a stick. I read all the time. Do you? I do. I read but it. it don't never get me into places. I know. I know, right? I mean, unless you're reading, like, you know, push in, pull out, something like that. But other than that, it don't read and don't get you into places. I know this is dope. It's real. It's really, really cool. All you have to do is uh, read eight books, comic books or graphic novels by March 9th, and you can be entered into a chance 
to get into C2E2 for all three days for free. We're going to put the link in our Facebook page and also put it out on Twitter uh, so that people can find it and get all that more information. If you're in the Chicago area, you want to check that out. Remember the Black Tribbles, we will be at C2E2 this year. Um, myself, the Master Tribble, and the Super Saiyan Tribble will be in the building. So look, holla at a Tribble when you see us. Um, holla, 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 holla. You know, now from what I've heard, it can be mighty cold. In, uh, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they call it like the blowy city or something. Something so, like that. Wendy, I believe is what they call it. Um, they don't call her Wendy. It's Wendy, right? <laughs> anyway. Um, but we're going to be going in March. So it, it, it might be it might maybe warm up a little bit. You think? No. Yeah, it should, no be like, it should be as balmy as negative three. No. I'm taking no chances. I heard you can't find a coat that's suitable for winter in Chicago anywhere but Chicago. Oh, wow. Really? really? Real talk? Okay. Spoke, spoken from a, a true Chicago... Chicagoan? 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 Chicagoanite? Sure. Yeah, that. This, this, this person... Mm. Chicagoanian. Chicago- yeah, that, that, that. Anyway, that, this that. person lives in Denver now. Mm. And is like, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah to Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah, nah. This person was born and raised in Chicago, uh, relocated to Denver for work, and is now still in Denver and experiences snow sooner in the year than mm-hmm. he did living in Chicago. Okay, but it doesn't get as cold. Wow, that's crazy. Wasn't it just like Antarctic levels a couple weeks ago? Yeah, Minneapolis is uh, struggling. Belana Tribble and her husband are. Uh, they said it's like there are certain days sometimes where it's like physically like a state of emergency, like you cannot be outside. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, God. That is crazy, man. But that's also. I don't know. Continue. I mean, there are some parts of the world that are colder like that all the time. True. Yeah. So, you, so, so who are us to, you know, they're accustomed to. But they're also their entire culture is built around it. Like everybody's right. clothes are, are built for that kind of weather. Yeah, because you know what you're getting into. Right. Yeah. Right. Whereas a place like Minneapolis does experience summertime. Yeah. So there's, you know. They just get hit like surprise. Like, oh, no, Jack Frost. Tundra. Yeah. Like, boop. You know what I mean? So. Tundra. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. So, um, so yeah. So, so like you said, we're going to be there. So, highlighted triple at C2E2 this March. It, uh, we're looking to have big fun. So, hopefully, you will have fun with us as we... Uh, Take in all the festivities there. Yes, and we are still taking submissions for things to eat there. And places to go. Yes, so it, we cannot wait. Even though from what I understand, the the Coliseum, as it were, that the C2E2 is actually taking place at mm-hmm. is literally the size of three towns. Like you literally can walk in one door of the facility come out another door and be two zip codes over. Okay, they're like, it's that big. It's crazy. Uh, Two other zip codes? That's deep. It's that big. And from what I understand, it actually is maybe a little bit away from downtown Chicago. So it's not like like we're going to be in the heart of Chicago. Oh, not even. Yeah, that's been my understanding. 
Okay, so what? Where? where so where are we at? Like a midtown, a uptown kind of a? I'm not exactly sure. Um, I I have because I was looking at the map, but I don't know Chicago, so I have no reference. I have endeared myself as Ooh. I had already done to someone who has been to C2E2 before, mm-hmm. who will help us navigate through all of this. So oh, when we God. so when we go there, the the. Uh, the blurred girl, Caramel Horn, will be our guide. Selty uh, Triple. Yes. And she will be there on behalf of Sci Fi. Right, right. So right. she'll be our guide to to, to to navigate some of those waters um, exactly where where we need to be, where we need to go, and stuff right, like that. Right. She said, like, yeah, Lynn, like, for real, like, you know, you think the GPS on your phone works? No, because the second you walk in there, like, they got, like, some kind of, like, deadening thing, so, like, your phone starts acting up. You really need to bring a compass. Maybe even, like, one of those, like... What do you like, mean deadening thing? Like a jammer. Yeah. They actually have a jammer in this convention? In a comic book convention? Well, she's, she said in, cer- in certain areas of it, they oh, do. Man. Oh, okay. oh, or is it just like looking Rudy? <laughs> Rudy's stressed. I gotta, I gotta follow North Star and stuff just to get somewhere. Okay. Hey, I know yeah. where how to find the North Star if you guys get lost. All right, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I know how to read the street signs, so uh, I can help you with that. Okay. <laughs> I never should. Oh my god, thing. I can't Google. I can't <laughs> Google. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Mom. Yeah, because I refuse to use Bing. Bumped up. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? It's crazy. So yeah, so we're, so I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to uh, going to C2E2. That promises to be to be big fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are almost. We're not quite there, but we're almost at the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know if you know what happens when we get at the top of the hour, but you know, let me tell you this. You go learn today. Strip poker. Oh. Since I'm so incredibly incredible. Oh, you know what? You weren't here last week. You haven't heard your new music. Let me let me play. I'm gonna play it from the beginning. Yeah. I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me since I'm so incredibly incredible. Jive turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl, Coffee Bumbada, bringing you today, this week in geek history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. February 18th, 1946. I can't even do all that. February 18th, 1946. <laughs> Television signals are first successfully transmitted from Washington, D.C. to New York City over an AT&T coaxial cable. That's right. You heard that date properly. 1946. Also on February 18th, but sometime later in 1977, the first space shuttle orbiter, the Enterprise, embarks on its maiden flight in captive mode, attached to the top of a Boeing 747 jumbo jet. February 19th, 1919, the Pan-African the First Pan-African Congress is organized in Paris by W.E.B. Dubois. 
Also on February 19th in 1971, the first warrant is storage. This event would lead to increasingly sophisticated methods of encryption to hide computer files from law enforcement agents. And thus, cyberpunk began. <laughs> nice. February 20th, 1962, John Glenn becomes the first American to orbit the Earth, riding aboard the Friendship 7. Glenn orbits the Earth three times in four hours and 55 minutes. Because it's round. And that's what you can do with round things. Also on February 20th, 1986, because of the round thing that this planet is, the Soviet Union launches the core module of the Mir space station. The core module will provide lining living quarters for the cosmonauts, including a galley, cooking elements, storage, individual crew cabins, and personal hygiene area. Five additional modules will be launched between March 1987 and April 1996. On February 21st, 1965, Malcolm X, an uncompromising advocate for the urban poor and working class black America, is assassinated. Also on February 21st, 1933, American singer, songwriter, pianist, arranger, and activist in the civil rights movement, Eunice Kathleen Waymon, known professionally as Nina Simone, is born. And finally on February 25th, 21st, in 1878, the first telephone book is issued in New Haven, Connecticut by the New Haven Telephone Company. It lists 21 names. <laughs> and rounding up this week in geek history on February 23rd, 1868, William Edward Burkhardt Dubois, otherwise known as W.E.B. Dubois, American sociologist, historian, civil rights activist, pan-Africanist, author and editor is born. This Week in Geek History brought to you by a flux of the space-time continuum where I forgot myself in the beginning of the segment. Once again, <laughs> this is Coffee Bombada. Back to you, Bad Triple. Yeah, Coffee had like a weird... She had a code switch moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't sure exactly what was going on over there, but uh, thank you. Thank you for This Week in Geek History. That was a uh, very tasty little uh, piece of radio there. Like mm. tasty nuggets there. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> mm. So stuck in my teeth. Every time I feel the need to urge, I'm just going to do this now. I feel the urge to sing. I'm going to. Mm, 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 mm. oh. <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> Lord. My teeth. Oh Lord. You know what? You know what? Um, it's it's interesting. You you brought up uh, Nina Simone, and a lot of people have um checked out uh, a really cool documentary on the life story of Nina Simone that's on uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I actually just watched a documentary. This is not on Netflix. It's on Showtime about the life story of Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, okay. And uh, that was actually really really cool. It, it it reminded me of like you know just how phenomenal he was as a performer um, and also it reminded me of how, how young he was when he had his terrible accident I had forgotten you know and this was definitely before y'all time because this was like about 70 like 82 83 when he had his that was my year though right before my time right but he was he was only 28 <coughs> years uh, no he had just turned 30 he had just turned mm. 30 years old when he had his accident mm. it was like mm -mm -mm. incredible um, that paralyzed him from like the waist down, uh, but you know, 
yeah, it's, it's a cool it's a cool documentary. So if you have uh, Showtime, I definitely um, you know you, you might want to check that out. It's really cool. All right, here, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to you. You're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia. Black Tribbles coming to you on your radio speakers, 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Powered Media here in Philadelphia and in New Jersey, streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. The Black Tribbles, you can check us out. Follow us on Facebook Live. We are rocking out there as always. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, all at one word, at Black Tribbles. Um, We are tonight, we're celebrating Black History Month. We're celebrating Black Achievement all month long. And we are definitely want to shout out the Philadelphia film community. Now, those who are involved with Philly Cam know that Philly Cam started before it even had a radio station. It was the city's um, community. Uh, oh, no, I just access public access. Uh, TV network. Thank he you. He was getting Matt. there, and where people would create original TV shows, specials, and movies for as well. And, and it was something that was definitely necessary because the Philadelphia, well, the the whole creative hub of Philadelphia has always been strong here, uh, and the filmmaking portion of that hub has been very vital in Philadelphia for a long time for quite some time and it is that part of Philadelphia that we want to celebrate today we've got Emac as you know Emac is a, is a noted filmmaker here in in Philadelphia um, it, if you haven't seen his Star Wars <coughs> shorts they are they are insane fighting fighting pieces of cinema that you want to check out and we also want to sh- shout out a friend a Philly cam member as well as a very very um, noted and celebrated filmmaker here in the city of brotherly love uh a friend to the to the black tribbles for a long time and has a project this five shorts project that she has been putting on for at least a couple of years now five years five years and it's been going strong and it's it's just all that and i believe this is actually as long as she's been a friend, this may be. Is this our first time on on the radio with us, E? Yes, it is. This is well, she well, is then, first. then E, considering that you've known her for for a long time, I blame you. <laughs> I brought her now. Well, so I'm should, doing my part. Yeah, but the Black Tribbles have been around since 2011. Where you been, bruh? She should have been here a long time ago. I was here. So, so she she ain't even been inducted into the Tribble Nation or nothing. Yo, we got we got all. You know how we feel this. about illegal immigration. <laughs> all right, but all that's on the agenda tonight. Yes, it's on the agenda tonight, ladies and gentlemen, with our very special guest, Shamika Sawyer, here in the building. Shamika! What's up, what's up? I'm happy to be here. I love that intro. I feel special. Well, you are, Shamika. (laughs) You are. What's up? How you doing? Oh, I'm all right. You know, just hanging in there, uh, just leaving a panel of phenomenal filmmakers here in Philadelphia that were all women of color. So nice. Had to rush on over here, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. 
See, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. You're, you, you're, you are a name here in Philadelphia in the filmmaking community. You just came from a panel. I know. Uh, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, and and we're going to talk about you know five years of the five shorts project, which yeah. is I believe was your own your very own creation. Is yes, that correct? It, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. But yeah. where did this filmmaking bug start? First, bite you. Okay, so it first bit me back in the day when I was a youngin. I don't want to tell what year that was, but all right, just say your age. Can you say your age? Are you comfortable with that? So not like, today, but then. Are you comfortable saying your age, not yeah, the year? I might figure some. Some people know. They might figure okay. some things out. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, when I was younger, I used to always like create like short plays and and have my friends act out these plays. They were mm-hmm. normally musicals, but musicals. <laughs> Musicals, you're, you, you, uh, oh, don't tell me you're a musical girl. I was back then. Now, not so much. Really? Yeah. What was your favorite musical? Uh, Grease. Grease? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be in Grease. But anyway. Um, oh, wait a minute, because we just heard another voice, because we got another voice yeah. here on, on, yeah, on the microphone. Oh. Let's let, you, uh, introduce introduce yourself to the Triple Nation. Oh. Hi, Triple Nation. I'm Jody Austin. Hey, Jody. Hi. And you're one of the filmmakers on the Five Shorts Project. If yes, I, I am. And I'm a Philadelphia creative as well. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to get both y'all stories yeah. here. We're going to get both y'all stories. All right. So so we're going we're gonna to get into Jody's story. Okay. But uh, continue. So Continue on. So Grease. Grease, yes. You wanted to be Rizzo? You wanted to be Rizzo. Pretty much. Nah, who doesn't want to be who Rizzo? Like, Rizzo's like Rizzo. the role in yes. Grease. Everyone Santa can keep it. a little it. cheesy. But anywho... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fast forward, um, studying uh, communications at Penn, ended up taking some film classes and working on some student films and decided, hey, I want to get into filmmaking. Um, but there is another side note to that. I actually started like the Five Shorts Project out of the fact that my brother had, my oldest brother had passed away to cancer. Okay. So I was looking for something, anything to take my mind off of that. And I had this meetup group for actors. And I said, well, let me get together with a couple of them to see if anybody wants to make some films. And um, lo and behold, there were some people that were interested in actually creating films as part of this project. So it started off with just uh, people who had experience in filmmaking. As time went on, um, we had uh, people would come up to me and say, hey, listen, I'm interested in doing this, but I don't know how to make a film. Okay. So that's when it transitioned to helping people actually make a film who didn't have the experience. But as you may know and others, there are people that's a part of this project that do have experience as well. So it's not just for those who have no experience. Even if you have experience and you just want to, Make a film with this project. I welcome you with open arms, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you you started this as a way of you know facilitate some type of healing over the yes. passing of your brother. And in what way was was this cathartic for you? So my brother and I, we would always do a lot of different things like um, music videos or recording shows or making oh, always skits and all this interesting stuff. So when he... And this was, was your older brother you my said, My oldest right? brother, yeah. And when he was no longer here, 
I felt like this big void in my life. And for a while, I didn't do anything because I, I, you know, just going through the mourning process. I didn't want to be bothered with anyone. But then it came a time where I was like, you know what? I need people around me because right. this is too heavy. Right. So what can I do to still be creative and still feel like he's a part of me without it being so depressing? Mm-hmm. So that's... So that's what, where yeah. this came came through. Mm-hmm. And and finding people that could kind of like try and fill that space right. for you, right? Yep. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really that's really dope. And and then and then um so that from there the five the five projects, five shorts project mm-hmm. is born. Now now what's the what's the what's five? Why is it the five? It was just a good number. <laughs> There's no like backstory to that i just figured like oh five five shorts is is, is pretty good five's a good odd, odd, good odd number yeah you get two on one side yeah. one two on the other one in the middle balance it out exactly and then you know filmmakers they have a maximum length of 10 minutes so mm-hmm. we can get to close to an hour of of airtime on television so i was like eh, i think five is pretty good okay that's cool. That's all. It's not deep. <laughs> not that deep. I, I hear you. I hear you. And now, now, Jody. Now, Jody, you said that you are a Philadelphia creative. Yes. Yes. And and and, and what is what is your field? What is your field of creativity? Okay. Um, ooh. I am co-founder of the Collective Mike Productions. My co-founder is Tiffany Dean, whom you used to work with. Ah uh, yes! Wow, my first, my my very first mm-hmm. radio radio mate. show, the Wreck, right? Yep. Yeah, yep, I yep. know the story. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm talking about the Wreck story, the, the radio. Set it out. Yup. Let me get my I know exactly what story you're talking about. Put it that way. Right. I, I'm amongst the architect. Right. Uh-huh. right. I'm amongst the founders. Mm. So yes, uh, we have. We have a very busy production company. Um, our backbone is poetry. Mm-hmm. And from there, we launched into poetic theater. And oh, really? Yes, we do poetic theater. So now, so poetic theater, what, how is that? Is that more storytelling? It's or? T- storytelling through the poetry. We write the backstories to the poetry. Okay. Or we, we link them to make sense with dialogue and build a theme and build a story. Nice. And we blend it with music, dance, and movement. Oh, cool. It's it's quite interactive and very engaging. Mm -hmm. And it's how we like to tell our stories. It's the black experience. Well, that's what it is. Now, what what facilitated your your move now into the five projects in the the film? Uh, Well, we've been wanting to live in both worlds. Mm -hmm. And for us, uh, so much of what we do has been the natural order of the progression of the growth in the arts. So uh, we had been working with Shamika a little bit mm-hmm. um, with Five Shorts right after her beginning. Mm-hmm. So oh, I've okay. even been in, I've been casted as an actor in some mm-hmm. of the projects by the other filmmakers as well. And the whole time, Tiffany and myself were saying, oh, we're going to submit, Shamika. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And in the process last year, uh, we went off Broadway with a poetic play. Oh. And something that I wrote in it, it's Tiffany's play, but I wrote a piece in it as we were rehearsing it. The flashes came to mind, and I said, oh, this is what I'm going to submit to Five Shorts. I wrote the script, <laughs> a backstory to a poem, and submitted it, and I was selected. 
Nice. So it's been pretty exciting. It was like, oh, we did it. We're making this transition now. We needed that extra nudge. And now, and, and now you're out there. Now you've yeah, got we're the, out there. That's the project. Oh, that's cool. That is dope. It's very exciting. All right. All right. So we got, we're going to have to get into everybody's like films and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We have to. We have to. If that, is that okay with you, Shamika? Mm-hmm. If we do that? Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Okay. All right. But we have someone else that just came into the studio. You can't just come in the studio and just sit down and just be just be in the studio. So 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 introduce yourself to the if you can uh, get up to that microphone there, and introduce introduce yourself to the Triple Nation. How are you doing? Hello, my name is Michelle Wood, author Wood Inc. Um, I've been working with Five Shorts, I believe, since May. Mm-hmm. I um started the intro to script writing, and uh. It's just been I've just been on the go since I um since May I believe I helped out with six short films. Okay. And uh just doing various things, production assistant, uh DP. Uh before this I didn't have no experience in the um, film business at all. So Really? What yeah. made you wanna take this leap with the Five Shorts project? Well, um my book. I wanted to see uh my book on a big uh screen. What's your book? Nightmare Fighters is a um, children's book. Um, they're fourteen. Nightmare Fighters is a children's book. Yes. Well, oh, they're teens. Wait, whoa, whoa. Talk right into that mic. Bring okay. It with you. Bring it with you. You can talk <laughs> to Len because we we all know he looked like that. But you know what I mean? His <laughs> You're attractive. Everybody knows it. It's dazzling. Um, just bring the mic with you. Poor Len. Okay. They um. Ain't no poor Len. <laughs> they're 14 superheroes and they have the ability to go in children's dreams and fight off their villains and their nightmares to so, fight their nightmares yeah oh nice That's so right so um yeah i'm looking forward to that this summer um but yeah that's the project and that's what made me uh contact five shorts and uh on meetup okay and that's that's how I got involved, and it's just been great. Like I, I grabbed my camera, a Canon, and I just been shooting everything. Nice, that's <laughs> he has a great up. eye too. Yeah, he has an amazing eye. Yeah. See, now have you always like been enamored with movies? I mean, just watching them. That's it. Really? <laughs> really yes, <laughs> just watching them. Like you know. I just love creating things, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just, you know, one of them type of people that just, like, you know, I believe in, like, going for your dreams. and That's cool. Just, you know, trying it out. Well, most certainly, because you, you, you wanted to write a book, and you, now you've written a book. Right, That right. you've gotten out there. And now this is an actual book, not a comic book. It's an actual Well, it will be future, okay. but, you know, it's right now starting off at the children's book right, right. now. So, That's dope. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think what's I think what's so important here is like with Shamika with Five Shorts Project is she actually makes you feel like it's possible to do it. Like mm-hmm. so she just said like, you know, she like watching movies and stuff because like we never think of, oh I could possibly do that one day. Yeah. Right. I never thought I would or could or it was a dream. Mm-hmm. But like to actually experience the process with her, like I couldn't think of anybody else I would have wanted to start with. Right, right. Shamika. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's times I didn't even have like faith in my own self. Like she Absolutely. was like, "Oh, go do that." And I'm Absolutely. like, "Go do that." What's she talking about? Absolutely. <laughs> so you know, I really, you know, I really love this project. That's cool, and I think I think uh, what as you had mentioned, Shamika uh, and Michelle just gave words words to um, that 
the beautiful thing about the project is that even if you don't have your project you know ready fully formed you can still be involved by learning the craft learning yes, the script can. writing and learning mm-hmm. to how to become a production assistant and, and mm-hmm. re- working the camera and exercising other muscles that you didn't even know you had right that's true um there's quite a few people that reach out and they're interested in working behind the scenes some people like to see the behind the scenes process before they actually shoot their own films Mm -hmm. simply because they want to see what they're getting into how much work is involved and I'm very open with that um I think it's important, you know, if you do want to do a film to learn the process or at least see the process in action. I know that Michelle got an opportunity to work with Eric, right? Yep. With an, um, Michael as well. Y'all worked on Michael's film together. So, yeah. It's, and Jody's, oh Lord. <laughs> She's sitting right here. Jody's film. Michelle said she was everywhere. She was <laughs> everywhere. So, but she got a the opportunity to see how different people work mm-hmm. because that's important as well. I mean, each director is different, so you get right. to learn different styles. Um, she got to learn some of my tricks of the trade when I forget stuff. <laughs> I played it off. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a, a great ride for those two who just want to get in on the back end and just kind of learn their process and, and see how it all goes down. That's cool. Now, we have one other director mm-hmm. here in here in the studio of the Five Shorts Project, and that would be our very own little, little Eric Mack, the master triple over there. Who, me? Yeah, who are you? I'll be directing a little bit. And you know, we've we've talked about, we've mentioned before on the on the show about, you know, first, you know, your love of Star Wars and everything like that. Right. But I don't know if we ever really got into the origin of where the that gave birth of your dream of wanting to be a filmmaker. Probably not per se. So so when when was that? how did that come about? Um, I guess it was like a little bit of an evolution for me. Mm-hmm. Um I got I went to Bloomsburg and I got like a degree in theater. Right. And, you know, so I have that background. Then I graduated, got out of school. And then, like, you start, like, auditioning and things. And you go on, like, a lot of auditions. And, like, you don't get a lot of stuff. And I'm like, yo, this sucks. Yeah. I don't like auditioning. <laughs> so I decided I also liked writing. So if I write and just, like, make my own stuff, then instead of, like, begging somebody for a job or a role, I can be the person giving them out. Mm-hmm. And I could put myself in anything I wanted to and then no more auditioning. <laughs> Amen. So I just decided to be the person handing out roles instead of asking for one. Yeah. And here I am. And it's like, oh, I like this. Yeah, and I ain't look back since. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Well, we know how you feel about power. So that makes hey, sense. You know, it's a pretty good show. You know, you watch it here and there. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so what? what is the short that you brought to the Five Short Project? Um, The one I wrote was called Super Zeros. Okay. Um. I found out about the whole Five Shorts project thing kind of like almost last minute, like maybe like a week or two before the deadline. Mm -hmm. So went to meet up and I was like, you know, just looking for filmmakers and just trying to learn more, basically, you know, intro to directing class, that kind of thing. And then sitting there in the class when they started talking about Five Shorts and stuff. So I think like after my first class or there was like two in two weeks, something like that, that I went to. And the deadline was like the next week. 
So like after that class, I like went and just wrote something that week and submitted it. And it was like an idea that I kind of already had, but I just kind of flushed out into a full script. Okay. Then I submitted that and it got selected. And they somehow. got selection. Now, what, Shamika, what is the selection project uh, process? Because I know people. Actually I think have... there's a dartboard involved. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so you can submit a couple pages of your script. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, what can I say, a panel of individuals who were not attached to me in regards to picking the films for this project. Okay. I had them pick the films, and that's that. Those the ones, the ones they chose. I reached out and said, hey, we love your script. Let's go. I didn't want to pick the films because I knew that I would be biased because right. I knew quite a few people. Right. So I said, well, I know I'm already going to pick, you know, certain people or my favorites. So let me let someone else. Unbiased. Other, yeah. Right. Unbiased opinion uh, help me out and pick these films. And that's what happened. Because the beautiful thing about the Philadelphia film community is that while it is very thriving, extremely creative, it also is very collaborative. So you do start to know, like, you know, you see familiar faces right. out there, especially around the writers and directors and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that certainly makes, makes sense. So, the what were the five shorts? Well, well, first of all, when you select these films and then they get selected, like like what's the what's the end game for them? Just for them to be, be produced, and is then there a big showcase? Like, is there a yeah. red carpet? I want to know where the red carpet is. That's basically what I want. Okay. Hey, I love a good red carpet. Making <laughs> <laughs> that happen this year. Um, normally, uh, for seasons one through four, we did the screening here at Philly Cam, right, which was all. Awesome. Um, but last year I noticed that we were starting to outgrow the space downstairs. Mm. So don't it feel good when you outgrow? It's good problem. Yeah. Only thing is, you know, when you go to a bigger space is Oh yeah. 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 Moolah. <laughs> so um now uh the plan is to have this screening at Venice Island in uh Maniunk. Oh, I thought we was actually going to Venice. I like, wish we wow, were. that is the come ups of come ups. I wish we were. Like you said red carpet, I right? I wanted something a little That's smaller. So <laughs> I figured let's just go to Italy. Let's right. just leave. Let's just go somewhere all the way else. Yeah. yeah. You ain't say you outgrew the United States, but I don't I know. know. <laughs> Someday. Yeah, so... It's um, like, are you guys just speaking English? <laughs> this is provincial at best. I need to go <laughs> to a bilingual country to show my films. Because y'all, right. I mean, let's go. Well, I need you to get on, on the ball here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're planning that for April 27th. Nice. So hopefully everything goes well with that. With that being said, we're going to do the red carpet. And... Ooh-oh. We want to do the Q&A with the filmmakers. So, yeah, to answer your question, we have a screening once the films are completed. And then they air on Philly Cam. Mm -hmm. And all those who participated in the films are eligible for IMDb credit. Nice. The filmmakers That's the big thing. Yeah. And the filmmakers own the films, so I don't own anything. So they can take the films and they can put them in festivals or whatever they want to do with the films. It's there. Right. That is cool. See, that, that is really dope. Yeah. 
So now what are the five films that we have for this year? What are the five shorts of the Five Shorts Project for 2019? Okay, so for this year, (laughs) we have ten films. Why? Because we had ten great scripts. (laughs) Hold up. Wait, hold hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I may not be the best when it comes to math, Mm -hmm. but last I checked, ten is definitely more than five. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Like, I would say... Double, twice as yeah, twice as much. I would agree. I would concur. So unless y'all find a way to bend the fabric of space and time, and they're showing two films at the same time. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> there will be. This is how this is going to happen. Episode one and episode two for this year. So yeah, the screening is going to be um, two hours worth of films, short films. And um, then, like, the Q&A session. But when it airs on Philly Cam, we're going to have episode one for the first half of Five Shorts and then episode two for the second half. Okay, as far as how it, mm-hmm. it, it airs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah. Double the fun. Hey. <laughs> I told her, I said, you know, uh, this is really, like, growing into a festival, right? Yeah. Here. And once like, you get more than five, that's I a know. festival. I know. Right I know. Here. We're graduating from projects. <laughs> To a festival. Moving on up. <laughs> Most Moving definitely. On up. Oh. So what so what do we have? So what do we have as the um as as the the ten films? Oh, do I have to like name them all? All of them. I want how many crew members it took. <laughs> oh I need gosh. to know what everybody ate for dinner on Thursdays. I need to know. <laughs> oh boy. Well we have a couple of the films. Mm-hmm. How many of the films do we have represented here? Four. We have four. We have three. Yeah, three three films represented. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, see, you already gonna make a film. So we got three. <laughs> we have three of three of the films represented here. So we can go in deep on on, on those here. Yes. So, but let's name okay. the the films that aren't aren't gonna. Okay. Black coffee. Yeah, we have black, black coffee, coffee with cream. With cream, by uh, Michael Duff, which is uh, a short film about race relations now and in the 19th. 50s, I believe. Okay, that sounds interesting. So it's very interesting. We have No Cash Refunds by Andrew... I cannot think of his Fontaine? name. Fontaine. Andrew Fontaine. Um, It's a comedy. Thank you, Jody. I know, right? That's why... My brain. So... (laughs) It's a comedy, and it's about uh, a guy. um, He wants to pop the question to his girlfriend... He does, but something really weird goes down. And okay. Yeah, I don't want to give it up. Oh, don't give up the tapes. Uh, who else? We have Mama by Shay Fuller. Mama. She is um, it's a short about mental illness. Oh. It's really deep. It's okay. really deep. And I think it's going to do very well. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's really deep. Um, who else? Where are we at? <laughs> uh, what was that like three? <laughs> that was three. Um, Kate, Kate. Okay, so we have Caitlin Budalon. I think I'm saying it right. Um, what was the name of her film? I can't think it's of the name comedy. of her film. Yeah, it's a comedy, but it's about a young lady who's stepping out on faith. She wants to change her career path. But uh, she's coming up against some obstacles from family. Okay. But in the end, she actually figures some things out. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll see way. what happens in the end. I got you. Yeah. And uh, 
Oh, a documentary. Yes, we have a short documentary by Angel, Angel Hogan. Um, Her documentary is really interesting. It's about individuals who are adopted Mm. and who are mixed race. Okay. And um, their stories and how they're trying to fit into society, but the conflict of being mixed race, so half black and half white, you're not fitting in one section, then you're not fitting in this section. Where do I fit? And then on top of that, you're adopted. Nice. Yeah. So okay. that's very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, do, 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 do. I there. Hmm. Bethel. Oh, Hammerhead. Yes, I love you guys. So <laughs> Bethel Bates has Hammerhead. That's another comedy. And it's about a, a young man who's about to get married but he's having some issues with trying to figure out um himself as being a man gotcha uh and then we have um i just had it too <laughs> tia to you um tia whitfield oh she wow was just on your podcast. Yeah, yes and um she her film is titled ether and it's really good it's it's about a couple um, that's really not a couple. Like, they meet in space. Interesting. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, they're not on this planet at the same time, but they meet in space. That's why I'm just going to put it like that. So, it's really, really deep. That's very interesting. Yeah. That sounds cool. That sounds yeah. cool. And I think the rest is... That's, I, that those sound pretty cool. Yeah. You know? All right, so so let's uh, so Jody, let's get let's let's get back into Jody. So exactly what is the film that you will be presenting as part of the five shorts? The name of my film is called She Speaks Not Breaking the Silence, and it's a film about a short film about domestic violence. And it was actually a poem first mm-hmm. that was inspired by an incident in Germantown a couple of years ago. A young woman was murdered by her boyfriend. Oh. And when I saw this story on the news, I couldn't help but wonder, like, if she was able to tell one person, maybe it would have saved her life. Just told one person about what she yes, was going through. because apparently nobody knew. Oh, wow. So it inspired the poem, and then the poem became a PSA in another production, and it's now the film. It was a short stage production as well. Nice, so. nice. So, so, and the way that your process is, so the, it's the first the poem and then you kind of like build the backstory I wrote the backstory to the poem right exactly what I did but so but even though this is inspired by a true story I imagine like the story you wrote is a fictional story it's a fictional story okay however I have been in contact with her family and her parents and they actually would like me to write her story nice nice have they have they checked out well, I guess they, they did not yet. The poem? <laughs> well, did they hear the poem? Or yes, they had the poem. Yes, oh, and they cool. were impressed with it. So that's dope. So how do you? So how did you like the whole process of having to turn I that have into? Loved it. I'm already a writer. I write plays anyway. So mm-hmm. you know, the process of writing a film script is quite different. Yeah. But learning that process has been a good process for me and I do a lot of research ask a lot of questions and mm-hmm. so that transition of writing a different script was the start and I just love the whole process of it so far and working Shamika just makes it so easy she does I like, do really <laughs> our first day of the shoot I was so nervous leading up to it and then as we walked into the process 
I started to relax and I felt somewhere. I was like, okay, it's not so bad, you know, so I love it. Now, as, and Shamika, you can maybe answer this as well, as you select these pitches that you have, Mm -hmm. so then the people that submit the pitches, are they also then become the directors of the films or do you kind of like take over and maybe be more of the director and if they want to stay more in the writer space? So the filmmakers... uh they choose what they would like to do. Whatever right? role they want to have. Yeah. And so if someone's new to directing a film, I'm there to help them through the process. So they don't feel overwhelmed because you can get really overwhelmed with trying to direct a film and you don't know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> and trying to manage actors and make sure the set is right and all of that stuff. So what I'll do if someone is new, I have them take the lead. I don't like hold their hand you take the lead but when they're confused or if they're not sure about something I'm there to help them through it even if it's like how to slate or you know how should we shoot this what angle and I'm there to help them through that process okay I was I was very grateful to be able to direct it too and and having the experience of of being a theater or stage play director is is, Mm -hmm. is even different that way too yes so having that difference in the experience was like it was good. It was it was really good. Yeah, because in theater you're you're working with directors. You you theater teaches you how to talk to your actors. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I think that 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 probably so it helped. Really that helped a yeah. lot. You know, with the film part of it. So mm-hmm. it was just the rest of it. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait. That's that's, that's really dope. That's cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's been great. All right, so now we had another filmmaker that just actually just stepped into the building, ladies and gentlemen. In See the this? building. How are you doing? Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Tatiana Hall, um, and the film that I'm currently producing, directed, and <laughs> written is uh, No Excuse. It's a short film about a teenage boy named Jay and his challenges that he faces at his new and alien uh, charter school. Uh, alien charter school? It's not. It's it, it's alien to him. Like oh, okay, okay. In terms of going from public about to, to say plot twist. <laughs> that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. That's another movie for another time. Right. <laughs> okay, but you're saying it's alien to him because it's new. It's new yeah. terrain. All right. So, so what what was the inspiration for your your story? Um, this is based off of my experience in charter schools and um, the issues that I have seen as a student uh, in terms of like the disciplinary system. Really? Yeah. It's it's. I feel that the um, the, bis- uh, the disciplinary system is against the students versus with the students in mm. terms of like building their character, kind of oh. brings them down instead, and that's what the um, film tackles as an issue. Oh, okay. You find that be uh, academic uh, endemic of charter schools specifically, or uh, charter schools? Like even talking to students from other charter schools, I have seen like similar issues they have faced like in terms of academics uh they're they're really improving the students in terms of writing but in terms of like building their character and confidence because by the time they get to college or out in the real world their confidence seems to have been brought down based on their um the disciplinary they would have experienced in school oh wow what um what gave you the movie bug to say you know i can write a movie um, actually, I have 
had experience since high school. Um, I did a documentary with Scribe Video Sensor. Um, Scribe! Yeah. I, I teach there, so yes. Okay. Uh, they're awesome. Yes. Um, called When I Was Younger. It's a, another film about uh, hip-hop, and it questions whether hip-hop has evolved or, <laughs> or devolved. devolved. Dope, dope. And, mm. like, my inspiration from that was just track music in general. Like, growing up, I was uh, raised off of neo-soul music, um, the Blackbirds, Cool and the Gang. Uh, my mom has, like, tons of music like hundreds of albums just laying around and I just sit down and like listen to them all day so that was my inspiration for that and then I went to school where I'm currently I'm about to graduate um congratulations from, from, from where Temple University okay hey. <laughs> nice nice it's my last year so I'm moving on and I'm actually concentrating and producing so I'm finding my uh niche in terms of film but i've been at it for a minute <laughs> okay all it, right it isn't this is something i've been like thinking about in the back of my mind and i decided to finally write about it and i had to compress it into a smaller story but i because you had feature film in your head it you? was feature film length and i was like i can't shoot this now right so i decided to kind of shrink it into a smaller story and then Possibly in the future, I can mm -hmm. branch out and actually do a feature film. Yeah. Well, don't say probably. Shamika's, I will. That's <laughs> right. Because Shamika will let you know. But girl, you better say you will. <laughs> Definitely yeah. true. Yeah. Eat the cake anime. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That sounds, that, that sounds very interesting. That sounds... Really cool. And congratulations on graduating from Temple. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> congratulations. Most definitely. All right. And E-Mac, yeah, what was your, what was your, the, the story of Zero? What's the name? Huh? Super Zeros. <laughs> Super Zeros. What's, Super Zeros. What's Super Zeros about? Um, basically, uh, it's about some young people who kind of get powers, but then they realize, like, the powers may not be special, and, like, they were special all along, kind of. So, they kind of get powers, but that, that was never the thing that gave them their pizzazz. So, you're saying the powers they get may not be special? Like, they like they got the power to make the perfect omelet? Like, what is these powers that they got that is, like... <laughs> right, right, right. Alright, so, you know, all right, superpowers, right? There are powers, you know, flying, telepathy, things, right? Powers, yes. boom. So you get powers, you think like, all right, boom, I'm on top of the world now. Like, that's all I need. But what if your powers aren't all they're quote unquote cracked up to be? You know what mm. I mean? What if what if that doesn't, you know, spark your joy? OK, then what is it going to be? What, what is it going to be about you? Who are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? What's your substance? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's life? What are you doing? What's up? So you got to answer those questions for yourself. You know what I mean? You got to you got to be there for yourself despite of yourself. You know what I'm saying? What inspired this uh this story I, uh, I don't know it's like one of those ideas that I had and I'm like I could flush this out in a week so <laughs> oh my so, god so, so I, I I already had like the seeds planted oh. you know and I just had to like go through my notes and find something that I could work with cause like I said like I was on like a, a, a time right. constraint right, right. right, right. so I, I had to go for an idea that I already had and make it work okay alright so, so, and and how? What over what stretch of time were these films being produced? Like made, like over like what a month's time? 
Well, it should be six months. Okay. Because we go from beginning to end. So um, reviewing the scripts, helping the filmmakers to tweak them. If oh, they, really? If they want to tweak their script. Um, some feel like it's good as it is and okay it's fine with you um but then you go into the process of casting so we cast the actors and then uh with production it's that whole thing of getting your crew together with the actors making sure everyone's schedule matches the production schedule mm. so you can actually shoot mm. and so yeah. they go from being like just a picture and and like thinking i'm just going to direct something right. so now you're getting to the producer chair yeah. oh yeah. that's fun yes not <laughs> yeah exactly putting all those cats together <laughs> yep and so you know you're trying to reel in all these actors and stuff so help them through that process and then um you shoot and then once you shoot we go to editing as you all know um Filmmakers have a choice. You can edit your own film, or if you know how to edit, or you could have a student edit whoever you choose, or you can have me edit your film. Whatever help you need is available to you. So it's a way that the filmmakers don't have that pressure of trying to find someone to edit if they okay. don't know anyone. Okay. Because that can be a headache as well. So. I let them know, you know, I'll edit your film. Hopefully you've seen previous stuff and thought it was okay enough for me to edit your film. And I do that for them as well. What would it, and anyone can answer, what would you say was, as you took on the more the, the producer hat, what was the, the part you were like, whew, glad that's over? Um, or what was the most fun part of that? Was it casting? Well... Okay, so from my theater life, because we have a production company, we produce anyway. So I wear that hat anyway. Mm -hmm. So on the film side, um, the similarities were still the same to me. Right. Um, I always love meeting new actors anyway, because we're always looking for actors for all the gazillions of projects we have anyway going on. So I like that process a lot. And I, I, I just liked... Like when we finally got to the shoot day, because it felt like it took forever. That part felt like it took forever, but once we got there, I loved it. Yeah, I just I've, I've enjoying the whole process, and I'm even enjoying post production too with the editing. So I have I've had my an opportunity to sit with Shamika and start editing, and I was like, wow, it just looks so great so far. Like I'm really pleased with what it looks like. So it's just been a very pleasant experience for me so far. Cool. The whole thing from start to finish. All right. Anybody else? What What has been the most arduous or favorite part of putting on a producer hat? As a, thank you. I'm, I'm a producer twenty four seven. I hate the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Location scouting is the worst. Really? I can vouch uh, <laughs> because another film that I'm currently working on, I had to search for. Like five corners, uh, three different uh, venues, and um, it depends on the difficulty of the location. Right. For example, um, one of our locations was like just a simple dollar store, and nobody wanted us to film there because we were filming on a weekday. Mm -hmm. uh, we were blocking traffic, um, and no one wanted us there. And it's 
it's all about how you negotiate and how, uh, who you talk to and right. see who's open, who's not. But um, I think the most fun part is like working with the actors and actual production because they're they're with you 100% of the way. They're excited. Yeah. Even more so than myself about <laughs> the actual mm-hmm. project. But I just love their energy. And I can, I can say working with the act- actors is the best part. Well, if you're an actor, especially if you're a film actor, you're always looking for stuff that can get you in front of the camera, more stuff for your reel. So, yeah, they're excited because, yeah. yes, I am with this. <laughs> Thank you. Because I was sweating this. I need stuff for my reel. So, <laughs> I, whatever you want, I am here all day. I'm not going home. <laughs> so, I feel you on that, most certainly. Uh, now, the Five Shorts Project, this is going to be screened in April. Yes. You said, um, uh, and yes. at Venice Island, Venice Island in Manion. Yes. All right. So, and, and we'll nail down the dates and the times. You'll get it to us, so we can let everybody know. Most definitely. And if people want to find out more information about the five two, because they missed out on 2019, uh, 2019, but this is going to be ongoing. So this is big. You outgrew Philly Cam. Excuse us. <laughs> you know. Uh, I love Philly Cam. I love Philly Cam. Oh, we, we love you too. But if people <laughs> want to find information about the Five Shorts Project, where, where should they go? So we have a little website, um, fiveshorts.org. It's the number five shorts, S-H-O-R-T-S dot org, O-R-G. And um, we're on social media as well. So you have us on Instagram. It's at the number five underscore shorts. And Facebook is at the number five ive underscore shorts nice so did these 10 fi- the, the, the 10 films and they come up they're no longer than 10 minutes a piece right is that the, the that's the plan that's the plan oh because you're still some being people edited. i have to reel back oh okay <laughs> Rain them in. okay some people want all every 16 20 minutes and i'm like nope. mm, mm, this yeah. is their godfather you're like no 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 bring it back exactly bring it back baby this is just an episode of sopranos exactly. bring it back <laughs> bring it back all right exactly. i feel you i feel you all right so we're looking for looking forward to that ladies and gentlemen look forward to that in uh april um and um who knows there may be other opportunities for the films to be screened as well, because now you you own them, you can submit them to different yep. festivals, yep. you know, um, some different Philadelphia film festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so they already they, have a Philadelphia film. They festival. got just about a festival. Five yes, right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. you, you can call it a, you can call it short fest. Mm. There you go. Uh oh. Hey, buy it. I buy it. Branding Queen over here. I'm right. hey. you, you better hurry up because Shamika will have that copyrighted before she leaves that door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. silly. I tell you about Shamika's skills. So silly. So, but now the time has come. Thank you, each and every one of you, for 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 joining in us. But I don't know if Eric gave you a uh, forewarning, but you are now part of the Triple Nation. Now that you have have guested on our show. But it is not official because to become a member of the Triple Nation, you first must adorn yourself with a Triple designation that kind of indicates where you think you're geeky. Uh, I'm Bat Triple because I'm a big Batman head. Eric is the Master Triple because he uh, is the Lord of Everything Star Wars. So that's short for Jedi Master. Uh 
Isaiah, our Facebook Live jockey over here, is Super Saiyan Tribble because he loves <laughs> Dragon Ball. Kennedy is the Storm Tribble for Storm from the X-Men. Uh, Randy who is who, and uh, Arielle Johnson of Amalgam Comics and Coffee House mm-hmm. who aren't here. Randy is Super Tribble because he's a Superman fan. Uh, uh, Arielle is Uncanny Tribble because she too is an X-Man X-Man fan. She's also Bruce Leroy Tribble because of The Last Dragon. We don't like to talk about Show that. Show <laughs> We don't like to talk about that. We have triples of all shapes and sizes. You can get creative with it. I'm just giving you a, a couple of the designations out there. We've got a, um, no triple at all. We've got a little triple on my chin. We've got uh, <laughs> triple play. Triple play. We've got triple, triple sec. sec. We've got... Um, <laughs> We've got um, Big Triple in Little China. Big Triple in Little China. Uh, Secret Agent Triple. Secret Agent Triple. <laughs> Brulei Triple. A Triple Called Quest. Yes. Triple oh, Soul Child. Uh, we got the, the Diary of a Mad Black Triple. Yes. Oh, yes. all the good ones. Ain't I a Triple? Yes, Ain't I a Triple. <laughs> so the Triples, you can get very creative with, with it. So That's funny. So with that in mind, you four ladies, all four of you, yes, you too, Michelle, uh, okay, will become one with the Triple Nation, but you have to first adorn yourself with a Triple designation. So um, so let's go to Michelle first, uh, because Michelle, uh, what would you say? Look, you, the cat is out the bag. You're geeky. You came up with Nightmare Avengers. So we know you're geeky, Michelle. Uh, so don't try and hide it. So, but where would what would you say that you're you're most geeky about? Nightmare fight fighters triple. Nightmare fighters triple. That's yep. what you want your triple destination to be. Yes. Since you already got Batman. <laughs> oh, you were coming. You were yes. You was coming for my Batman. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, so yeah, I would take Nightmare Fighter Tribbles though. All right, Nightmare yeah. Nightmare Fighter Tribble. All right, all right, we like that. Okay, so let, let let's go let's go over to Tatiana. Is that correct? Okay. Tatiana. Tatiana. So so what will be your Tribble designation, Tatiana? Uh, what do you think? Where do you think you're geeky? Anything related to anime? Oh oh, we got a lot of anime heads. A lot of anime heads. <laughs> so probably the Taco Tribble. What was that? Ataku. It's uh. It's we, we, it, uh sorry, baby. Oh uh, darn. Yeah, I told you we got we the anime is. Ah. Uh, they 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 dug in those crates, <laughs> for real. Ah, uh, they took everything. You gonna have to be real specific. What's your uh, favorite anime? I don't have a favorite. Okay, what's um your favorite character? Favorite character, I would say Ichigo from Bleach. We don't have an Ichigo triple. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. There we go. If that's what you want to be, you got to name yourself. Yeah. Uh, that was just a suggestion. Uh, Ultimately, it's something that when it comes up in conversation, mm-hmm. right, you can be at the most boring party ever and this thing you overhear in conversation. Be like, what? That is my jam. So let me tell you about Ichiko real quick. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that just sparks joy, sparks nerd joy, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. Okay. So yeah. is that, so that going to be your... Yeah, I think I'm gonna be a uh, Bunkai triple. Nice that. So bunk Bunkai, Bankai, Bankai. Is that B O N K A I? No. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Isaiah. <laughs> Super <laughs> Saiyan triple. The master of everything. Awesome. All, all anime here on, on Black Triples. <laughs> all right. So let's go to Jody. Jody, what's going to be your triple designation? Where Where do you think you're geeky? Don't tell me you ain't geeky, Jody. Poe triple. Poe Tribble. Because I'm a poet. So, but so, oh. but not poet. Poe Tribble. Poe Tribble. Poe Tribble. Tribble. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you did there. So is it like Poet Ripple? 
Po-Tribble. I like Po-Tribble. I like Po-Tribble. I like like that. Okay. And now let's go to the the creator of the Five Shorts Project, Shamika Sawyer. Yeah. Um, Do you have a premiere, Tribble? (gasps) No, we don't. Well, that's me. (laughs) <laughs> I sp- real, real quick too right mm. I spent a lot of time on Adobe Premiere <laughs> over these last two weeks <laughs> Premiere Triple <laughs> I, I was just real surprised we didn't have a Premiere Triple before know, right, right now I was today years old before I realized <laughs> we didn't have a Premiere Triple I mm-hmm. like that I like that Premiere Triple I gotta triple. get that t-shirt now mm, yes most certainly yes alright all right, people, but it is not official. No, it is not. Not until each of you take the triple oath of allegiance. Uh-oh. And to lead uh, you uh, uh. in said allegiance, we have none other this? but the, the creator of the triple oath of allegiance, and that would be one Eric Mack himself, the yeah. master. So master it, only, it only makes sense. <laughs> right, for, very fitting. For your five shorts brother to lead yes. you in the oath of allegiance into the triple nation. All right. Day. So it's a completely painless procedure. All you have to do is repeat after me. Awesome. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I am a triple furry. I am a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I coo. So shall it be said. So shall it be done. Welcome. Nightmare Fighter Triple. Premier Triple. Bankai Triple. And Poe Triple. Nice. Stand to be counted. Be one with the nation. There are no taxes. Welcome. What's up? One of it's official. Four of <laughs> us. Four of <laughs> us. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I, I just want to say that um, you know, it is fantastic. Welcome to the Triple Nation. It is great to hear about the Five Shorts Project. It is great to hear that it is on and thriving and getting bigger and stronger. I love when things start and just grow because that is the the sign that what you're doing is something that is necessary and it's needed and it's vital. And shout out to you, Shamika. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And everyone. Um, This is really dope. This is really dope. Can I say something really quick? Go ahead. Like, I used to, like, stalk you guys on Twitter back before y'all knew who I was. <laughs> so, <laughs> when Eric wanted to be a part of Five Shorts, I was so hyped. Like, oh, my gosh, you're a true. <laughs> Total groupie moment right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, you're a true. See, that's the first one to be acting like, don't nobody see me. They only see you with Lynn's teeth. But look at this. <laughs> look at this here. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. You got yourself I a whole. Too. I was so. You got a. You, oh my God. You got not one stand before in one room, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> Need that, need that, need that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here, and and I'm just going to put a bug in your ears, Shamika. Don't leave real quick because um I, I have an opportunity that we we need to talk talk about real quick when we get out of here. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this show will be available come the morn on BlackTribbles.com as well as on SoundCloud, hey. iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. And any place and every place that good podcasts be. Don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr at Black Tribbles and YouTube. Isaiah would love it if I shout that out um, on YouTube. Yo, like, subscribe, 
comment, share with your friends. If you look at any kind of Black Triples video, I need you to share it not once, not twice, but three times. Most definitely. Uh, we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. For all these Triples in here and all those Triples out there, this is the Bat Triple in parting, we say. Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Wow. wow.